forever. Dog. Wow, oh, oh my goodness. Ooh. Uh, you don't need no hateration or scalderation. Ooh. Hating the scalderation. <laughs> In this vibration, steameration. Uh, welcome back, one and all, oh, for cool. another steaming, steaming. piping, <laughs> scalding serving of hot, hot gas. This, of course, is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, issues in politics, and take a deep drive into the dree drams. (laughs) Let's get into some hot (laughs) It is especially hot today. The goss is really Piperella Scaldrington. The goss is totally hot. How uh, hot is your gas? Your gas. The gas is totally hot. <laughs> um, how sissy are your sisters? We got 13 new ones. Girl, uh, season 13 is here. Uh, the the Sheagle has landed. The Sheagle has landed. Um, <laughs> and I think she left a little something on my shoulder. Oof. Um, the girls in these pastel pinup looks, I, I feel like I everybody, everybody won. But the LA the girls are level, serving. The level of drag excellence in this season, far too much. They're dragoons old. Uh, Vidget shot the promo. It's very like uh, Franz, like color story, like Franz Zoni, or however you say his name, the photographer who does like everybody now. Um, that like muted pastel gorgeousness. I love it. I'm obsessed. We love, we love, I can't, like, I'm looking, I'm just Find really getting into, there's so many details to get into with the, the new RuPaul's Drag Race season 13, Divas and Dolls. Um, any standout favorites of yours as far as the looks go? Well, First I, looks? Ha- I always have to give my props to Howie because Howie uh, made Simone's look and Simone looks sickening. Mm boots mm. um simone is serving it with hair with jewelry with gold with a grill like she's sparkling from everywhere she could sparkle and she's doing it they put her center yeah. for a reason baby let me tell you um well, yes. <laughs> uh cade on the end with all of bed bath and beyonce this ruffles <laughs> and the coats and then oh look i'm an alien too uh, that uh, yes. that moment, uh, uh, Miss Candy Muse sitting alone Candace on Musington. A, sitting alone on her green marshmallow, <laughs> sitting alone on her green marshmallow, <laughs> sitting alone on her green marshmallow, sitting. <laughs> totally seated. Honey, uh, she, I yes, I just Rose I, in the I, pink. I, yes, uh-huh. I had to look twice at that because I was like, who is that hooker in the pink, and why do I need that look? Yeah. Like, the legging boot Balenciaga moment. Like, honestly, all the girls should be very proud of themselves for these looks. I mean, yeah, yeah. for sure. Definitely. Um, and it's it's always such an exciting moment, the the cast announced day. I mean, it gives yeah. us it gives us the promise of a new season, uh, the promise of a new day. Um the, and e- all the, the Sheagle's posi- calling and it's calling their name. <laughs> all the, the shade all is the, calling, bringing right. change. 
all the fun and the possibilities that comes with a new season of Drag Race. We love to see it. It's very inspiring. And I just, I want to welcome all of these divas into the family. We are, we are a huge sisterhood and a huge sorority and you know mother rupaul she she just won't hit menopause she keeps popping out children every single year and i am here for it i'm very grateful i well, i love i love to see it and um a huge welcome to all the season 13 dwells this litter is not for the shitter all of these girls look like keepers <laughs> um i um um yeah gorgeous 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 uh, yes. Did you hear that the first COVID-19 vaccines were given out in the United Kingdom this week? Like people are started getting them or are these the oh. trial trial guinea pig people first? No, they're they're actual vaccines. Oh, so all the Charlesia people, they were good. The Charlesia people were good and Word. the vaccine got approved and the first woman they gave it to, she was in her 90s. They're doing like older populations and first responders first because they're most That makes sense. Yeah. Maybe that means well, we'll be able to work in England before we work in America. I mean, like tea. Probably. Uh, book me now. That is <laughs> book me now. Uh Willem Belli bookings at willembelli.com. No, I just I don't think that's a real email. Um Girl, we've been getting some emails. I've been getting a lot of emails this... about um Oh, go ahead. Oh, never uh... mind. Sorry. About honestly, um, a girl was talking shit about me and she said that I took her powder and oh, threw so you it saw on my you saw my post. Oh, um, I got else. your letter oh. from your management. I don't care. <laughs> um, wait, wait, wait! Tell me about this. Break this down for me. Okay, so I I've been getting a lot of messages and people have been wondering. They say, "Is this stuff true?" Alona Verley apparently had a a train breakdown, and so she decided to do some answer me questions things. And someone asked her, "What was your first time meeting Rue like?" And then she's like, okay, I read this as meeting a Rue girl, LOL. I've never met RuPaul. But she went on to say her first time meeting a Rue girl, she says it was Willem. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And oh, the yeah. food, delicious. My taste buds had a party exactly really good really easy to make loved it not a lot of cleanup because factor meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping the cooking and cleaning up simply heat and savor the good stuff and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle get chef prepared meals on the table in two minutes with factors ready to eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, mm. try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag and use code drag50 drag to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 drag at factormeals.com slash 
Drag 50. To get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. She was a fucking terror, LOL. She threw my powder on the floor because she asked the girls in the back for powder, and I offered her mine, but it wasn't the type she liked. I literally had no money to replace it for two weeks because I was poor as fuck, so I couldn't do drag till I was able to replace it. I was 19, and it was my fifth time ever performing. That's what she just said. So, Nancy Drew who, Carmen Sandiego, she will get at it. Um, I did the math. She said she was 19. She's 25 now. That means it was six years ago. That means it was Vancouver, probably, somewhere Canada. I looked through all my Canada gigs. Most of them were through Tommy D. So I texted him, how you doing? What's up? I was like, was this girl booked that night? Because I don't remember acting like this ever. Why would I? Never. Like, and if it was for a joke, for some reason which I don't remember. And I think I would because I've only blacked out once in my life. I would, if I saw something broke, I would obviously pay for it. Like I paid for phones at DragCon when I broke them, like immediately, like a cracked corner. Cause I dropped someone's while we were selfieing. I paid for it out of merch money immediately. I don't know why I would do this. And B, I never have to powder. I've been on Accutane three times. I don't powder at the club. I remember what I was wearing that night. It was like a purple Marco Marco dress with like sunglasses why would I be powdering if I had sunglasses on? I obviously didn't care about my face. And like a wig that was huge and frizzle frazzle. Like I would like to talk to the other girls from this night because I was there judging a contest um, like at Celebrities, which is their nightclub there. And Alona was there. Maybe like, we should get her on the podcast. Yeah. Because I mean, it's usually best to go straight to the person and talk it out. Well, I... I really doubt that this was true. And any girls that were there, I would love to talk to you. I would love to talk to any other girls that were there. Because why would someone let that fly? And Tommy D said, you know what? If that happened, I probably would have heard about it, considering he was walking around with me most of the night. You know, like they never let you alone in a club. Usually you're always with somebody. So he said he didn't remember it. I don't remember it. But if she wants to talk all this stuff about it, I would love to resolve it too because this is atrocious if I actually did this, which I have 100% certainty I did not do. I did not do it. I don't borrow girls' powder. I'm not Shanita. I always have a safety pin, a bobby (laughs) pin, everything I need at a club, a condom, a lip touch-up, if that. But like, honestly, you know my mug. My mug does not move. That is a lie. I know you don't use condoms. How <laughs> dare you lie on this podcast? I'm just kidding. They make great hair ties. <laughs> use it as a cock ring. You do that old trick. Um, now, this is, you know, I would like to have Alona on. I think we should reach out to her, Dipper. Um, okay. 
because if you're willing to do that, Willem, because oh yeah, th- I, that's why I brought it up. It's... Like, who says this? And then Jake Onse posts it, and then all <gasps> these other people, all the the comments in the Jake Onse, you would think I am currently in in blackface, making fun of trans people, um, eating with Hitler. By the way, they're talking about me. Like he's horrible. He's rotten. He he did New Year's Eve last year, and he only did one song, and then he left. It's like I did what they told me to do. Like all of this, these comments, they're great. Can I? Can, do you mind? Do you mind if I read you a couple? She says this screams okay. Willem. Uh, Willem is so problematic. Uh, Willem probably say, "Yep, and I do it again." Um, maybe I was trying to get Alona to quit drag. I don't know. But listen to. Well, you know what I'm going to tell you is what? you need to stay out of that damn comment section. It's one thing if a Rue girl says something directly about you, which is what happened. That's why it was brought to your attention. But mm-hmm. but delving into the, this person saying that and that person saying this is not any of your business. I mean, the good thing is there are people that saying she was terrible at this meet and greet. She was doing her nails and she didn't pay attention to me. And then every there are the couple others who were like, I had a different experience blah, blah, blah. But like, I know how I act in a dressing room. I'm always the girl to give like lighters out, stickers, talk. Like I'm, I like to get ready with the other girls. I would never do anything to alienate another girl. Like, I don't know why I, yeah, never mind. But yeah, I would love to talk to Miss Alona. That would be wonderful. Alona in the VIP. Mm -hmm. Um... uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in other uh, in other more hopeful news, Race Chaser I saw popping up on so many Spotify 2020 wrap-up lists. So we thank many. you everyone for listening, binging, re-listening. Some people listen to fucking eight episodes of one day. Very us at Burning Man type of tease. Very. We worship you, Race thank Chasers. You. We thank you so much for making our podcast um, what it is. So we thank you very much. Dipper, can I put one more thing in that long <laughs> diatribe? Because like, <laughs> honestly, I, would, I was reading my book, uh, The Promised Land or A Promised Land. And I'm not comparing myself to um, <laughs> my favorite president, Obama, right now. But in his book, <laughs> he was told that running for uh, president from like the campaign and everything, his press guy told him the quote was his name was Gibbs. He said... The press would be merciless in its scrutiny, a nonstop colonoscopy. That's what wow. sometimes it feels like signing on the internet with like shit like this Alona stuff. And like whenever someone wants to bring up like mistakes that I made a decade ago, like anytime something happens, well, oh, well, she's horrible. She did this, which I get. I am horrible, but I'm trying to be better. But like that nonstop colonoscopy thing that encapsulated for me and everybody get a promised land. It's such a good fucking book. I thought you would enjoy a nonstop colonoscopy. <laughs> you, well, no, because it's off. It's unpaid camera work, honestly. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's if, not if union. There's, if there's screen time honestly. and they're taking my photo, uh, uh-uh, Dolly Levi, you can't take my photo. I will sue the fool. I will sue the fool. I won't see my inside intestines pictures showing up anywhere on the news. I will <laughs> sue the fool. Why don't we go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We are back. Ding dong. Ding, Ding dong. dong. 
Ding dong. Dong. That is what I like to see. Perfect symmetry, precision. Girl, do you know how easy it is to get on that show? All they wanted was one picture of them in drag, not even a video. The audition requirements. Well, I bet it'll get more difficult as it goes on because I think the show was a big success. Yeah, I think the show was great, too. Um, I want to know about this mini doc uh, in the know.com oh, yeah. that you're in. You you did a documentary? Well, I mean, it, it was an 18-hour day of shooting that boiled down to a six-minute video clip. But the six minutes uh, is a very nice video clip. And um, it showed... Uh, it documented the uh, getting ready and doing the L.A. drive-in show. So it was at a really, like, weird time in drag. And um, it was really fun to do and fun to shoot. You can go to inthenow.com and you can watch it. It's cute. I liked I it. I love that. Like a, a day in the life, like, get ready for your big show type of thing. Very that. You know, where, I, where I'm coming from with drag. And, you know, we love to see it. I Very it. that. Um, in tattoos. I uh, don't know what you mean. I, you know. Oh, are you an ink beauty? If some people perceive me as having tattoos, maybe I, I maybe I cover them at other times. Oh yeah, uh, Veneno, Daniela, she covers them. Girl, I know. Girl, oh and gosh. we got we um. Everybody, if you're not watching Veneno, watch it. The there's six episodes up now. It's sickening, you guys. Sickening. We worship. We absolutely worship. Um, um, someone else who we worship who um, passed away this week, um, Natalie DeSelle Reed, who was the star of BAPS alongside Halle Berry. Um, she passed away. Um, she will be missed. She was in other things too, right? She was one of the stepsisters in uh, the Whitney Brandy uh, Cinderella um, yes, I I was lucky enough to uh, meet her. My aunt directed the sitcom Eve a lot, and I was on it real quick as a waiter for one episode. And she was oh. really nice, really funny. What a loss! Um, yeah, really sad. So, so funny. Watch Baps and and yeah, her. so yeah, absolutely. She's really really fabulous in that film, um, and she will definitely. Uh, Deep be salute, Natalie Dazelle. Thank you salute. for all the laughs, gal. Yes. So be- before we get political, um, we just want to round up what's going, what's what's happening with mom this week. Race Chaser Roundup. We're doing um, The Ooh. Chop with Mommy uh-huh. Dearest this week. They're talking and gabbing about the film, the gossip, the BTSs. So check out Latrice and Manila doing that. And if you want something very that, you very can that. listen to Delta and Raja discuss fetishes. You can listen to Delta and Raja discuss this. D- Discuss. Talk about talk about fetishes, the fetishes. holidays, <laughs> sucking, sucking on candy Very nice. Sloppy Seconds, Meatball and Dipper, talk with actor, comedian, and co-writer of the new lesbian Christmas movie, Happiest Season, Mary Holland. Very exciting. Oh, work. Is that the Kristen Stewart one? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, you know what else I love? The mom holiday special. <laughs> December 16th. Let it snow ho. We're releasing the mom holiday special episode, Extravaganza uh, holiday featuring uh, all the mom talent in both audio and visual formats. You can listen to the show right yes. here on our podcast feed or 
If you have Forever Dog Plus, the podcast will be available one day early. And on December 15th, you can enjoy it as a little holiday gift. And remember, everything on Forever Dog Plus is ad-free. Plus. That's right. And the video of the Mom Holiday Special will be available next week as well on the Forever Dog YouTube channel, December 16th. Um, It was very fun to just uh, get to chat with all the divas and dolls of the Mom Network. We love to see it. Stoop sisters. Um, now, shall we um, sing the song, Willem? <laughs> oh, yes, I'd love to. <laughs> Let's get political, political. I want to get political. Let's get So our first Let's Get Political um, thing to talk about is the newly elected district attorney, his name's Georgia Gascon, and he's going to eliminate cash bail. Now, is this the guy that was running that wouldn't prosecute Eden's, uh, Eden and Jocelyn and Jocelyn's uh, hate crime? Because no. I didn't find out who won that election, that thing, but I was like, hmm. He is a local, that that attorney is local, but uh, uh, George Gascon is for the uh, whole L.A. County, like the oh. Los Angeles DA. Thank you. Um, this is from CBS. The county's lead prosecutor announced sweeping changes Monday for the L.A. District Attorney's Office, including the elimination of cash bail for misdemeanor and some felony offenses. Newly sworn in George Gascon announced Monday that county prosecutors will no longer seek cash bail for any misdemeanor or nonviolent, non-serious felony offenses. Cash bail systems means rich people who are arrested for a crime but can come up with bail money don't have mm-hmm. to spend time in jail while their court proceedings take place. Low-income people who can't come up with bail have to wait in jail, and it's often months sitting in prison, sometimes for crimes they didn't even commit, just arrested for, or a super low-level misdemeanor. Okay, so this is a good thing, right? right. No. Yep. Yeah. So d- does this mean that they're going to like put people in jail less for like lower level crimes, which is probably good? I yeah, I mean if if you get arrested for like snatching something from a store and mm-hmm. you don't have $10,000 in your family mm-hmm. or in your bank account, you have to wait in jail until your little court date comes up, which can be an astronomical amount of time. And Imagine being in jail and then getting into a fight, and that's another thing added to your sentence. Like, all of a sudden, you become part of the system. So the idea that people for misdemeanor and nonviolent crimes can go home and just wait for their court proceeding and don't have to wait in jail if they can't afford it is So great- they're eliminating the jailing period as well, if, well as part of eliminating cash bail. Yes, so long as the the judge deems you as not a threat. It used to just be okay. a money grab. It's a money right. grab. Right, yeah. And if you're rich, you get to commit a crime and then go home and wait until your court date. Right. Well, good. That's fierce. That's yeah. a piece of good news. I like to hear that. Um, We have some bullshit Florida Governor DeSantis news from CNN. Uh, Rebecca Jones, who was fired. I voted after- for the guy that OD'd at that hotel party. He was my vote. Oh my God. So oh, this wow. DeSantis guy. 
Uh, Rebecca Jones, who was fired after accusing Governor Ron DeSantis' administration of minimizing the pandemic and skewing state data, attracted national attention after her house was raided by armed state police on Monday morning. State authorities are investigating whether she accessed a government messaging system without authorization to send a message urging her former colleagues to speak out about coronavirus deaths. Jones has denied sending the message, but she told CNN she fears the computers and phone that state police seized from her Tallahassee home could expose her sources in the government to retaliation. So she was a whistleblower that the state and governor were uh, minimizing COVID numbers in the state. She blew the whistle and the governor basically sent police to her house to raid her and they pulled guns on her and her children. The fuck? Oh, wow. That's that's shitty. Oh, Andrew, and there's video of it, too, because she has like a home security system. They girl, get that Nest Cam. Um, Florida, that's girl. Fucked. Florida. And that guy who was partying in the hotel room, his name was Andrew Gillum. He's cute, too. He should have been governor. Oh, wow. Um, that's that. Yeah. If, if I were to ever blow a whistle on anything, it would be straight Pelican brief out the country. Change my hair not going to be in the same state where I just blew that whistle. Kids right. go stay with my mom. Uh, yes, but it also shouldn't have to be that way. But I mean, girl. if something, you know, if something bad is going on, you shouldn't have to leave the state and leave your house for fear of having your house raided. I mean, that's really, really scary. And it's like, it sort of speaks to how like kind of dirty and filthy politics, uh, can be and especially like in the current climate yeah i mean um, shouldn't but i mean it does right right Ugh. we stand by rebecca jones and we think this is some desantis bullshit uh DeSantis. you know what you know what's not uh bullshit is our rainbow spotlight Ooh, we gonna boogie on down all the way down all the way down all the way down this, this tune. is a song by the name of All the Way Down by Money. Money. Give it Go a get that money. Go listen. Mm. It's on YouTube. And we link You got it. some money for me. You want some cherry pie? <laughs> <laughs> Lighting matches holding flames to my eyes. Dark. 
gemstones. Ooh, I see the gemstones glistening, though. I see the gemstones. Oh, you like glistening. my gemstones? There's the, I do, yeah. So I, Your I precious metals do. are also... Um, <laughs> They're semi-precious. Semi-precious. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, uh, this is the segment where we go spelunking, 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 deep inside the DMs. I love the smell of nail salons. Me too. It's sort of chemical so weird. And perms? Oh my God. Any day. Yeah. This comes from CBE. He says, hello, Alaska Willem and Dipper. Wait, before I forget, it's my mom's birthday today. Not When this comes out, it won't be, but the day that we're recording this, it's my mom's birthday. So happy, happy birthday, birthday Pam. Happy birthday, Pamela. We love you so much. I love you, mommy. Okay. So, Follow-up question for you from the last couple episodes of Hot Goss. What's wrong with Nicole Kidman's wig in The Undoing? It didn't even register to me that it was a wig until Alaska mentioned it on the pod. I don't wear wigs. I'm naturally a platinum brunette. Oh, so maybe I don't understand what I should be looking for. It is because her hair looks so good that it's not believable that any human would have hair like that. Or is it just a bad wig? I'm still confused. Willem said she wouldn't watch a wig she didn't respect. I don't get it. It looks like nice hair to me. I remember you both didn't like Nicole Kidman's wig and Big Little Eyes either. So is this a running joke? Her wigs are. I feel like I'm missing something. Any clarifications would be greatly appreciated. Sincerely confused, but entertained. (laughs) What do you think? Okay. Nicole Kidman's hair is... Um, curly strawberry blondish frizzle frazzle w- w- without product or days of thunder like gorgeous glorious it's not what it is in the undoing that's how we know it is a wig and when she does wear her hair it's like straightened out like gorgeous usually like blondish reddish lightish the undoing hair is like a dark auburn it's a wig also it's better than her big little lies wig because that was a lie that was the biggest lie of all the whole damn show um <laughs> Because the center didn't have a part where it looked like a scalp. It just had a closure and it was all hair. It did not look like a good wig. This wig in The Undoing is great, but I hate center part hair. Um, Usually. Makes her look mannish. Okay. Well, I agree with um, Confused But Entertained, the person who wrote this letter. I agree uh, that it's also uh, it's also un unrealistic hair like no human being would have hair that sort of constantly voluminous except with the exception being willem um and i don't know if this is like you know clocking somebody's tea but anytime you see nicole kidman on screen or on a red carpet or pretty much anywhere she is wearing a wig because that's how she's done it for years and she's also like really secretive about it um she i there's like a clip of her doing an interview and someone asked her about the wig she was wearing in the project and she literally like closed the zoom call she was like that's a dumb question and she like left so she doesn't talk about it but it it is a wig and i think we just like we are wig wearers and yeah. so, we so we like talk and to, we talk we clock and talk, which is really should be the name of this podcast. Clock, clock and talk. talk. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the next message comes from Gabs. Hey, we'll ask Katintra. I love that. As a gay person, I've always been sort of against the idea of marriage. It's just not for me. I'm not a fan of religion and I don't need a certificate to prove my love. Whoever my partner... <laughs> However, my partner of nearly three years really wants to get married one day. 
and I'm considering it as I do anything for her. What are your thoughts on marriage? Willem, you've been married, right? Alaska, would you get married for the right person? Would y'all ever consider raising kids with someone? You're in need of help, friend of the pod, Gabs. What do you think, Willem? Um, it's it's kind of like a general question that I, I can't answer for for her. I mean, if she doesn't want to get married, she shouldn't get married. But it's not. there's nothing wrong with giving someone hope and just saying the right thing to someone and saying, you know what, I will consider it in the future. And that just okay. that just leaves the door wide open and, and you've you've left yourself open for like possible change. But it doesn't say that you're pretty much decided you don't want to do it, too. So some semantics. Yeah. And, and I, I am married the... and that's why I know how to use semantics. But, <laughs> uh, but I haven't been with him for like semantics five years. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Smith Jones PR. Uh, <laughs> that would be honey, a great PR. honey, honey. It's fabulous. Um, yeah, I, and I think maybe there's a compromise because I don't particularly want the government involved in anything that I do, uh, really. Um, but I'm open to like having a huge commitment ceremony and a huge party and inviting all your friends and family and wearing a fabulous outfit like that all appeals to me. So maybe you could find some sort of, you know, some sort of middle ground and still have the, all the exciting stuff of marriage without actually like having the drudgery of fucking legal documents and things like that. This is from Karen. Dear Alaska Willow and Big Dipper. My name is Karen. I know, not a great name to have in 2020. I'm from Mexico City, and I currently am positive with COVID-19. I've been isolated in my room for almost a week now, and I've used this time for very important things, such as rewatching every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning! <laughs> After dedicating all of my free time to this amazing show, there was one question that came to mind. When two queens are lip-syncing for their lives, we hear both of them saying things like, I am giving all I have in this lip-sync because I am not ready to go home. My question is, When do they record these interviews? Is it when the queen has already been eliminated? And if that is the case, isn't it awkward having to say all that when you already know that you are going home? Mm -hmm. Thank you for being the ray of sunshine. We all need these hard times. Love you all, Karen. I I just thought of this actually because Detox's final interview has two different looks. And I feel like she came back the next day to get more or they must have had to do wrap up or catch up with her. Because you know how sometimes they get behind an interview Mm -hmm. and then like on the day off, you have to go in and do a bunch of them. Because how it works is you do all the little talking head stuff about the episodes are usually done at night after you're done shooting or evening Mm -hmm. before you go home and sleep. And sometimes they don't have time to do it because turn around and they need to give people a certain amount of numbers to, to be off before they are there the next day. So mm-hmm. legally, they can't keep people working now that they're union. Um, but sometimes they get behind and then you have to come in once you've been eliminated or like on an off day and do a bunch of interviews. But yes, it's all done after. And it is like, well, uh, what what were you feeling? And then they have to make sure you say it in like the future tense. And I am not going home. Blah, 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 blah. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's truly a testament to the queens who are on the show and their level of professionalism because it's it it can't be easy to know the know the outcome and know that you got sent home and then sit down in the chair and give them what they need to make the show a compelling, you know, piece of television. So kudos to all the divas and all the dolls who have ever walked the walk and been on the race. Mm-hmm. And uh, because that's part of the job, you're making a TV show. 
So, yeah, you do have to kind of sit there and lie sometimes. All the time. I am not going home. And at the beginning of the season now, what they do is they make all the girls give, like, reaction shots or like look disgusted look happy roll your eyes they make you do all that in the chair so they can use it anywhere they want and that's manipulation and that's television um they they get you to say phrases that they can splice in um like she's she's terrible or like stuff like that i remember doing it and thinking like why the fuck are we doing this like there's enough drama with drag queens that they don't have to manufacture it you yeah. know why. I you know. know what it is. Why don't we, we take the um, checks? We show them why what don't they we want read to see. <laughs> you know what you are, darling. Okay. From Kurt. Dear WABD, wet ass bussy drick. Willem Alaska Big Dripper. Wow, that's nice. Um, RuPaul likes to remind all the queens to pay their taxes when they win big or go big on drag race. That's definitely great advice. But I wonder if anyone discusses saving for retirement or investing their extra coins. I'm sure everyone in the mom network is very well compensated and the dividends alone must be enough to live off of for life. (laughs) If you'd be so kind, could you please share your investing wisdom? Could you please share your bank statements? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Could you please share your investing wisdom to the children so we can start them early and have a safety net for a golden shower parachute for the future. I attach photos of my all natural bear drick and balls. Thank you, Kurt. P.S. I clocked Willem in boy drag on 125th street two years ago and we locked eyes. Willem remembered me as the bear with the scruff shirt when I asked him at New York drag con last year. Mm-hmm. Hey bear with the hey, Willem bear. shirt on. Yeah. I saw him up in Harlem. I remember. I was going into my friend's house. Um, what would he ask? Oh, girl, I don't talk finance unless you're uh, fucking or feeding me. But you should talk to Daddy Don because Daddy Don is the one that got me together. Get get yeah. an accountant who's like a former IML leather man and um, yeah. who's got good stories and you can trust. Um, I, I like him because he's in the community and he like he genuinely likes helping us. And like he's astounded at what he's seen drag queens do in the in the past few years he's like you know it's a whole new thing for him and it's so it's uh i like him it's great yes daddy don has truly been a lifesaver for a lot of the divas and the dolls who've been uh through the drag race system um and you know it's nice to have someone who cares about what he does like he loves to do it and is passionate about it and so he's been really really helpful and amazing um, oh, he's cute. I know him. This well, bear. do you want to discuss the, the, oh, the uh, photos? The drickage? For mm-hmm. sure. Um, well, it's Christmas and it's pointing north, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> the North Pole. It, But it also, that the southwest shot is pretty great, too. And I'm not talking the flight. It's pointing southwest. Um, two nipples. Swirls of hair. You could write your name in it. Um, balls kissing the carpet just kissing that's a good that's a nice belly don't you think i'm i'm not mad at it the dick sticks out further than the belly i'm happy i like the i like uh what's your name kurt i like kurt's belly i think it looks really really good yeah he's sexy also his his beard is prodigious 
And um, I see white carpet, which, oh, God bless you for having white carpet and taking nudes on white carpet. I mean, my God. Um, and I see in the other picture, it's like a, a cobalt gray sort of sheet. And then is that tinfoil in the corner? Ooh, moving on. <laughs> oh, and he's got some white stuff all over his chest in the next picture. Honey, I know you've been on the business end of a piece of tinfoil yourself, so... Uh... Uh, <laughs> I just <laughs> When I used to braid my hair when I was little and I, my, I couldn't have ponytails, I would like put aluminum foil on the end to keep the braid together. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, uh... Super gay. <laughs> and, uh... I love this Willem tank top that Kurt is wearing. Um, is that still available somewhere? Yes, yeah, so all the merchandises are available at <laughs> willembelli.com. Please feel free to get a gander and also alaskathunderfuck.com. Right? That's is right. that your website? That is my website, yes. Mm-hmm. I would love to remind everybody that we have a gig coming up and we'd love to see you all there. The gigs have been few and far between this year and this is one last one to raise a bunch of money for um, a bunch of good causes. We're playing charades for a live stream mm-hmm. Monday, December 21st, and you can mm-hmm. get your tickets. It's only $10, and it's all for a good cause. It would be amazing to see you there. It's always a good fucking time. Lots of hand-waving. Yes. And we have a really amazing cast of divas lined up. Um, Heidi and Closet, Jackie Beat, Winner of season one of Canada's Drag Race, Priyanka, Jiggly Caliente. All these divas are getting together with us on Zoom. uh, And we're playing charades, honey. So there will be hand waving. Make sure you have a nail on because Mm -hmm. it's a lot of hands. It's all hands. I'm putting on a toenail. Okay, good. And we're raising money. Every single dollar that we raise um, is going to support fairfight.com, who's working to... uh, to make uh, everybody register to vote in Georgia right now. And the Transgender Law Center, who is yeah. also doing some amazing work. You can um, get your tickets at mm-hmm. racechasertickets.com. And, um, you know, just watch it with your friends. Uh, just watch it. It'll be great. You'll love it. You will, you will, you will not regret it at all. Oh, at all. At um, all. And we thank you so very much for joining us for Hot Gods. You can be part of the show, too. If you want to send us a question, send it on over to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. You could send your part into racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Body parts, body parts. Why are you sitting on white carpet? Uh, we have bonus <laughs> video content available at patreon.com, justice for kaleidoscope slash Willem. Uh, just search using the hashtag race chaser and you can watch all the videos you want for a dollar. That's right. And we'll keep releasing some of our Patreon content from 2019 for free on YouTube. Here and so there. So you might see a few, a few little videos popping up here and there over the next few months. So make sure you're subscribed to both Willem and Alaska on YouTube. Hit that little bell icon so you can get full bell. Hit the bell icon so you can get notifications. And let's get Willem to that to 1 million subscribers, honey. Yes, please. And follow us on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, and at Race Chaser Pod. And the link you on know Race what Chaser. You, should do? you know what you should bell do? Bell icon. 
when you get the um, plaque that YouTube sends you, the big gold plaque for one million subscribers, uh-huh. you should jizz on it like Milk did. Like, don't show anything, but just the jizz. <laughs> I love that. That would be a great idea. <laughs> okay, great. Um, it'll give my content break. I'm a content uh, creator. <laughs> the link on Instagram at RaceGingerPod also has lots of resources, um, places to donate in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. That's right. And wear a mask, wash your hands, stay safe and healthy. And we will be back next week with more piping, steaming, scalding, boiling. That's hot goss. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. 